Let's go. Here we go. Tom Brady on board. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. Hey, Tom, not exactly probably what you had in mind for a Monday. Uh, tough loss. Um, tough loss on the road. Just didn't do anything the way that we needed to, to 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 win. Very physical team. Number one defense in the league. You know, we lost time of possession. Lost turnover margin. Lost penalties. Um I was responsible for two of the turnovers that were terrible throws. I missed Mike opening the end zone for a touchdown, missed Scotty down the field. So, you know, just look at myself and realize I, I got to do a lot better than that in order to win. It was a tough loss, long flight home, shitty night's sleep, as you would expect. Um, so just dealing with it today and going to try to try to move on to, uh, you know, as these all these weeks are, they get to be short weeks when you're at this time of the year. But, um, you know, it's just going to keep battling. Well, we're going to talk about the game, but we're going to have some fun today. Contrary Great. to what the public might think, we've got Tracy Morgan, Bill Burr, and Adam Sandler. And uh, they're going to ask a bunch of questions to you. And uh, it's it's comedy day here on Let's Go as we get everybody ready for the holidays. So uh, we'll talk about the game. Remind everybody, our show is presented by Hertz. Did you know that Hertz has the largest EV rental fleet in North America? Get your next Let's Go moment the electric way today. Visit Hertz.com slash EV to learn more. Hertz, let's go. Tom, does the tone get set of a game where the very first play, the tone is set by the Buccaneers defense, terrific sack, and it's called roughing the passer. Yeah. And then if you watch the games throughout the rest of the day, there's a roughing the passer called uh, against the Dolphins on, on Justin Herbert. And... Nobody even knows what they're watching anymore. Yeah, uh, The players get upset. And this changes the complexion, I would argue, of your entire game. Uh, because here's a young man in his first start, uh, and he's rattled on the first play, and then out comes 15 yards. So it's a 27-yard difference, and it's a whole, yeah. a whole different feel. Uh, it's a good question. There's a lot of moments like that that change outcomes of the games and being in it early. I think all those little things add up, and um, – I think some of it's very challenging. I've said this time and time again. It's very challenging for the defensive players to – anytime there's a big hit, people expect flags to be thrown. I think that's the difference in pro football these days. And, um, you know, I don't know why they missed that particular block or that blitzer, but someone's responsible for that blitzer. And they didn't do a good job accounting for him for one reason or another. And, again, I don't know if it was quarterback, line, whatever. Defense makes a great play, and the flag comes out on the defensive player and ends up rewarding the offense. And I think that's one of the biggest changes in pro football these days is a guy makes a good, clean hit in the secondary, and they throw a flag. Or, you know, it's a tough call. It's a tough way to start the game. But, um, you know, that's just the way it is. And then it continues because a play comes back on a long pass to Mike Evans would have equaled the game. I'm not blaming the officials. You guys lost 35 to seven. Your coach said your asses got kicked in every phase of the game. And it's yeah. apparent watching the game 35 to seven. Uh, there's a big differential between the two teams. Yeah. yeah. But when you're talking about these plays where things that can determine something much later in the game, those are hard to overcome. Well, it's hard to overcome early too. you know, when you get behind on the road, it's, you know, it's challenging. Those particular plays, you know, got us behind. But, you know, I mean, look, they're calling the plays as they see them. I'm not going to – I've never bitched about the officiating in 23 years. I'm not going to start now. And they're trying to get it right. 
I always believe they're trying to get it right, just like us players are trying to get it right. And when it doesn't go right, you know, it sucks for everybody. I'm, I'm sure they always want to make the right calls, and we always want to make the right plays. And It's just a lot of the way that things are now. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by American Express. You know, it's easy to get excited about going to the game. You love hearing the sound of the whistle, smelling those game day concessions from your seat. That's the stuff that reminds you of the thrill of the game. And you know that Amex is going to be with you every step of the way. Because when you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Tom, how would you uh, describe the level of confidence in your team now moving forward? You're still in first place. You win these games, you're going to get in the playoffs. Anything can happen. How would you describe the atmosphere around your team? I just think there's an intense level of urgency that everyone's got to feel. And um, you got four games left in the season, and everything's ahead of us. So, I mean, no, we're, we're below 500. That feels horrible. The way that we've lost yesterday, that feels terrible. Um, and then, you know, you say, okay, well, it's a new week. So we've got to have, have this urgency to, you know, come in with a great sense of determination and discipline to, you know, to, to get better, to, to work hard at what our, where our jobs are supposed to be, to make the throws that I got to make. That's what I got to do. And that's where all my intention is going to be this week. It's a singular focus on how I can do my job in the best possible way. So it's frustrating when it doesn't go the way you want. It's frustrating when the outcomes don't, you know, you put a lot into it. Outcomes don't go the way you want, especially against good teams. And losing sucks. And uh, I don't care if you're in high school. I don't care if you're in college. Certainly for us pros, you know, losing, losing. And it's no fun for anybody. So after 23 years, you've never been in anything quite like this. So you're kind of learning something new all these years into it as well. Um, what type of an adjustment is it for you going forward? Um, I'm learning. It's a good question. I'm learning. Uh, my friend says, uh, life does what it does. You, you know, becoming wise or wounded is a choice, you know? So look, things didn't go the way they wanted to yesterday. We're going to learn from it. We're going to try to do better. You know, there's a lot of reasons why you win or lose. It's never one play, one game, one player, one, it's all of us. And we've all got to raise our level of play. Coach says it's up to the team to decide the team they want to be. Is it just that simple? Can you just make that decision? I mean, Fran Tarkington used to say it so eloquently and best. You know, they're paying the guys on defense too. So it's not like it's a Buccaneers unilateral decision here. It's tough. You know, football's hard. And we chose a tough job. And, uh, you know, they don't, they, that, that's the number one defense in the league for a reason. They play really well. They play really hard. They tackle. You know, they just do the things that the, the, they do. They play the game the right way. That's what they do. And, uh, you know, they were very tough on us yesterday. Jim Gray with Tom Brady. Our program is brought to you by Brady Brand. Tom's own apparel line. Check it out at BradyBrand.com, including the brand new Brady Pant. It's a great holiday gift. Check it out. BradyBrand.com. Feel comfortable and look better. Brady Brand, let's go. All right, you got the Cincinnati Bengals. This is truly, we're on to Cincinnati. Yeah, we're on to we're Cincinnati. We're on to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's yep, coming to you, but you're on to the Bengals. And there's a team that's caught fire, won a bunch in a row, and looking like the Super Bowl team that they were last year. Yeah, great team, great young quarterback, fairly tough defense, um, good skill players. They do a lot of things well. So, uh, 
you know, we're going to have to put everything we got into it. Like every, everything we got, uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, there's a lot of things this time of year that can pull your focus away from where it needs to be, but we got to put everything into it. If we're going to beat a good team, you ready to laugh? Yes, let's go. We got that behind us now, Tommy. First eight minutes here. Let's get some laughs in because we're going to laugh. We got Tracy Morgan, Adam Sandler, and Bill Burr coming up. Stay with us right here on Let's Go. Our program is brought to you by Bank of America. Bank of America's digital tools are so impressive, even football fans can't stop banking. Learn more at bankofamerica.com slash can't stop banking. What would you like the power to do? Member FDIC. Stay with us. The comedians are next right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. Hey, everyone. This is Lindsay Rhodes, host of the NFL Roadshow, a Sirius XM podcast, inviting you to join me three, yes, three times a week for NFL analysis that goes beyond the low-hanging fruit. On Mondays, we react to the biggest stories of the NFL weekend. On Wednesdays, we pick one topic to really dig in on. And on Fridays, I'll give you all the fantasy football advice you need in just 15 minutes. We call it the Fantasy 15. Download new episodes of the NFL Roadshow right now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, thank you so much for joining us here on Let's Go. I want to give you all a bit of a warning. In fact, fair warning. Uh, we usually try and stay away from explicit language here on Let's Go. Uh, but this week, it's going to be unavoidable. And so we want all of you to be aware of that before you listen to this, because we've got three comedians coming on, Tracy Morgan, Bill Burr, and Adam Sandler. And the language does get quite salty. So you're alerted. And if you don't want your children to listen to this, we understand. Let's go. Here we go, Tommy, presented by Hertz. Uh, we got some of your pals here going to cheer us all up. It's the holiday season. We got uh, the great <laughs> Tracy Morgan, Bill Burr. And the one and only Adam Sandler. So, uh, guys, Whoa. thanks so much for joining us here on Let's Go. What's going on? Thanks for having thanks us. For us. Listen, now, usually, now. usually on Monday mornings, my head hurts because of all the fucking hits that I take on Sunday. But actually, yeah. having you guys on the laughs, that's going to help me a lot. So, thank that's, you. That's good, well, Tom. How How is it feeling this morning, Tommy? You didn't take that many hits yesterday, did you? Not many. Got rid of I tried to throw it away. Unfortunately, I didn't throw it away to our guys very often. So I threw it to their guys a few too many times. So all of our all of our teams got our ass kicked. Giants lost, Jets lost, yes. Patriots tonight. Bill, I don't know. We'll see if they handle business in Arizona, but Bucks, I got we got our ass kicked. I, I took the Panthers. Who saw the Panthers uh, going into Seattle with nobody? I should have known when the spread was three points, Vegas knew something. <laughs> I'm like, it's Pete Carroll, Geno Smith's having a great year. They're going to kill it. And then I put the game on, and, they, and they're getting it. I thought it was in Carolina. And then I saw that there's a bird in the center of the field. I'm like, this is in Seattle? <laughs> but I swear to God, Tom, that is the biggest cheating-ass stadium in the damn league. If the Patriots had a stadium that artificially made their crowd louder than they sound, they would have made us tear it down. We would have been playing in Harvard Stadium for three years as they rebuilt it. Hey, right, Bill, uh, it's good to see you did a lot of homework on that game before you made your pick. <laughs> Why? What was going on? Baker Mayfield was gone. They had nobody. Look at James Gray acting like he, he buried that game on the next Monday. You didn't bet anything. James Gray, James yeah. Gray. <laughs> That's what it says underneath you. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, James. There you go. Ari, is that your legal name? Must be. All right. Must be. We'll give you some picks for next week now that you're talking trash. Who do you like? Who do you like tonight? Go ahead. Give me the winner. I'm going to come to you for all of our research. (laughs) And let's remind everybody, uh, our show is brought to you by K Jewelers. There's time to find a perfect holiday gift for everyone on your list now through December 18th at K. This is a big thing coming up. Hold on a second, Bill. Hold on a second. You're going to hear Tom Brady sing. Hold on a second. Exclusions do apply. Visit K.com or your local K store for details. I'm putting myself on mute for this. (laughs) Every kiss begins with K. (laughs) I like that. You went Kanye West with the shirt over your head. (laughs) I'm going to do that for the rest of the show. Dump balls. He'll be the team just with dump offs. I've never seen a quarterback read their progressions like you, man. Never happened before. That's true. Well, Tom, you read all your progressions like that, right? Mm. You see everybody on the field. Usually, yes. That's magic. That is sometimes like all of us when you do things live. You know, there's some days where it's better than others. You know, so it's always tough when you don't have the kind of game you want. I'm sure it's tough for you guys when you don't have the night you want. So, oh yeah, all this shit's live, man. You can't. There's no yeah. do-overs. It's not a movie. This is a, a certain yeah. joke. Don't go the way you wanted to on right. stage. Oh, oh, yeah. All you, all you're thinking about is the next, the next game, right? That, no, that's how it is with the next. When we're doing comedy, if it doesn't go right, you're like, oh goddamn, I gotta. get When back things are right, though, right. Adam. I mean, we are like the 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 mind of a comedian is like the mind of a quarterback. We moving at the speed of light. While y'all laughing at this joke, we like four jokes down. Yeah, we can't even get to it. We can't. We yeah. go like this joke right here gonna kill. Yeah. That's how we yeah. think. That's not how I think. I usually right. start thinking, why did I pick this career? Yeah, I like that too. Why well, couldn't be a garbage man? Why well, I gotta do this shit? There's 5,000 people out there. Why I got to do this shit? As a kid, I wanted to be a garbage man. Back when they had the guys hanging off the back of the truck, that looked like the best job ever. The gloves hanging off the back pocket. I said, that's all the guys working on the train tracks and the subway system in New York. I said, that's a fucking man right there. He's walking on the third rail. He's got a lantern. (laughs) Ah, fucking awesome. (laughs) I wanted to be that. I actually wanted to be in the Olympics. I wanted to run 100 or the 200 in the Olympics, <laughs> but I played. I was a tailback in high school. I was pretty good too, but I was light in the ass. You, I mean, you hit me on a finger was broke or a toe was broke, so I knew it wasn't going to make the NFL. That's yeah, it. I got two dreams: to get a handoff from Tom Brady and going for a touch and go over the top like Walter Payton, or to be in the, the, the studio when Michael Jackson was singing "Billy Jean." I'm in the back smoking a blunt. <laughs> hey Tom, how come running backs don't do that anymore? When I was growing up, everybody would go over the top. They would always jump uh, yeah. over the top, and now the running backs don't get down like that. No, you're going over the top. Imagine that. Yeah, Imagine going over the top like water and coming down on your head or your yeah. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why? Year, no, I don't know why. You know, we definitely have. They're still in, probably just not as much as it used to be with those guys who could, you know, elevate like that. But um. A lot of that comes down to certain situations. It's a really new school game right now. It's very different than it was right. 20 years ago, too. Very different. So I think once the it's... kangaroo cleats went out of the league, that's when you stop seeing people <laughs> jumping over the top. I mean, those, those things Nobody spats up no more. Nobody spats up, man. <laughs> Everybody got a sneaker deal, and you can't spat. I mean, you. to me, the hardest running back was Earl Campbell. 
Nobody mm. pretty much like Earl Campbell. You yeah, have Bo, people forget about Bo Jackson's the best I ever saw. It's just all around. Ooh, him, him, I would say him, him and Earl Campbell, as far as like back when they, they didn't throw on every down and guys could yeah. get like, you know. First, you spent his best years at, with the Generals. Walter Payton and Barry Sanders was unbelievable. Barry Sanders had over five a carry, and they knew they were handing it on, handing it off on every down. So it's hard, you know, when they know you're you're handing it off to one guy, and you still make a lot of yards, like the guys that sack the quarterback, and they're getting double teamed on every play. I mean, that's a that's unbelievable to have that type of production when you know you're the main guy. You know, well, you're the backup. You know, if you know, really I got an extra question too, and Tom and Adam and all of y'all. Would Odell make that catch if he had those gloves on? No, definitely. Does he make that catch? Well, I would say that guy. Because Lynn Swan did it every Sunday, 30-degree weather with no gloves on. He did that. (laughs) (laughs) Armstrong Wars did it every Sunday. Dude, and that's when you could basically assault a wide receiver. If you ever watch those old Raiders. You could assault them. Yeah. But I think sports have changed like that because even in basketball, you can't play deep. All the guys do is get you off your feet and go into you, and it's a foul. Dwayne Wade started that. Sandman, let me ask you a question here, Sandman. <laughs> yes. You know, you you are a movie star, so you do these oh, movies, yeah. and now you go out like you did this weekend, and you're doing a live show. Yeah. Uh, Tom's out there every week, and he always talks about on this program, there are no do-overs. This is live. Yeah. We don't get a tape. True. We go and look at tape to try and be better next week. Yeah. Can you explain the pressure of what it's like for you to be live as opposed to knowing that you can do it over and over and over again? Well, sure, sure, sure. It's funny. I was thinking of you, Tom, yesterday because you were in your hometown with a lot of when that's going through your head. I played I grew up in Manchester, New Hampshire. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I played Manchester like a month ago. And when you're in your hometown, everybody, isn't it like a whole other feeling? When yeah. you go on, uh, it, oh, it's man. a different different vibe. You're ter- I was more terrified going up in my hometown than I was the entire uh, tour I've been on. It's just you don't want to let them down. There's something something that you're just thinking of. Expectation. It's hard to concentrate, right? Expectations yeah. are higher, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're thinking of uh, just relatives that are there, and you're thinking of friends you grew up with. And, and you, got, you don't want to let them down. Nope. That's the biggest pain in the ass of it all. But yeah, Did you no, have that uh, going on yesterday, Tommy? Yeah, you know, um, I had only played there one other time, and we had played so well. And then we got our, you know, obviously what happened yesterday, we got our, you know, we got our ass kicked. And I actually was just walking to the bus, and I was about right to the bus. It's kind of a long walk from the locker room to the bus, probably, you know, 500 yards or so. And just as I got to the bus, the woman who I was with said, hey, didn't you want to see your family? I said, they stayed? You know, and they say, "Oh yeah, they're right by the locker room." Wow! All right, you know, so I turn around and walk back, and at least you know after the game, I got to see my I got to see my sisters, my nieces, a couple some cousins. My parents left in the third quarter. Thank you know, uh, you know they they, they did get home, but at the end of the day, you know, it was. I think what I realize is anytime you (laughs) look losing sucks, you know. But I've also been. You know, I saw Debo Samuel carted off the field yesterday. I've been carted off the field. Sometimes you think, you know what, even though losing sucks, at least I got a chance to go out there again next week. And, um, you know, it's just a different perspective. And you're not going to win every time you take the field. And sometimes when you play teams that just, you know, they're good teams and you play good teams on the road and you don't play great, you get your ass kicked and you just lick your wounds. And, you know, you go, go out the next week and hopefully invigorate you to do even more and do better. But, 
Uh, you know, yeah. it's you know like the worst is when you have like friends come out to your show and you have like a bad show and then they're going to meet yeah. you afterwards. I actually feel worse for them because they're sitting there <laughs> like, oh God, what do I say? They don't want to look at you and stuff. And you're just like, dude, this happens all the time. I bomb a lot. It doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah. I'll just move on to the next one. <laughs> That's and Bill, I, did you I, Bill, did you have that feeling when you played Fenway Park, the first comedian to do it? Oh, no, thank God. But I, I will tell you, I had, uh, you know, the anxiety like leading up to that. The best thing that I did to prepare for that show is I went to Boston, took a little vacation with my family beforehand. And I, I love walking around that city because uh, I got all these great memories and stuff. And I would walk by people and they'd be like, hey, Bill, yeah, what's going on? They'd be like, you know, good luck at Fenway. So it kind of felt like People were rooting for me, but it was right. definitely, you know, it took eh, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes to kind of just realize like, oh, wow, these people just came out here for a show. It was unbelievable. They were just listening. You could take them on the ride. You could bring them down. It was, um, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know how to describe that experience. It was, it was unbelievable, but I was definitely. When, when you get, when you get your like. When you, I, I get open when I get like my first two, three laughs. That's when I know I got them. Right. As far as like when friends and family come, for me, what I've adopted was I'm not doing this for y'all. It's a business and I have to do my thing. Yeah. I can't do it for y'all because I'm not good with trying to make an impression. I'm not good at that. <laughs> I stuck with that. I'm not good at trying to, I'm not trying to impress you. Yeah, I gotta got do you. my thing. So I just tell my people, my sister, whoever I know, sit them in the back or in the middle, because I don't want to say something and you make a face because I'm gonna flip on you. <laughs> One of my favorite weekends something I ever did was opening for Tracy at Caroline's. He did four completely different shows. Every one of them was brilliant in like a different way. And like oh yeah. You know, I was pretty jaded by the time I opened for him, and I stood on the back wall the whole time. Just going, how did he just do that in that work? Yeah. Absolutely. I saw you. Yeah. Yo, listen, you Bill. Went, you went double I'm negative. Getting girls pregnant, man. Dude, you went double negative and turned it into a positive. You taught me that. He said something like that grossed the crowd out, and then he doubled down on it. And then they go, all right, I guess he's. I don't know if I can say what he said on the show here. Double down he on goes, it. I'm old. I eat, I eat, what is it? I eat toes and booty holes. That's all I do. And that was before eating ass was mainstream. So the whole crowd, hey, like, know, man, I go raw, man. Yeah, so the whole crowd, was like, ah, they pulled back. And then I'm he going goes, like, back, man. I'm a get back king. He go, he, they all pulled back. And then he looks at the crowd. He goes, you eat the motherfucker. And then they're just like, all right. <laughs> I guess well, Tracy, Tracy, we're going to get you a, a much better meal because it's Jim Gray <laughs> along with Tom Brady, Adam Sandler, Bill Burr, and Tracy Morgan. Hey, Tracy. For tender and flavorful in every bite, we're going to send you to Morton's The Steakhouse. They've Whoa. mastered the art perfectly of the USDA prime steak. Visit mortons.com to reserve at any more of the 65 worldwide <laughs> locations. There's a table waiting for you. And let me tell you something. Your meal is going to be a heck of a lot better than what you guys were just talking about. Straight booger sugar, man. <laughs> I'm Sorry, definitely not having my kids listen to this show. Yeah, Absolutely not. Absolutely. Uh, this is for you, not them. I got a question for you guys. Okay, so you know how sometimes you go on stage. This this will relate to Tommy out there. You sometimes you go on stage. You're in a bit of a fog. Uh, you're not locked in. 
it's like 10 minutes into your show and you go, oh, my God, I'm not really rolling right now. The crowd's kind of being slightly let down. And then you got to step it up and get it back and then hopefully close strong. Is that Tommy with you? Do you does that happen to you sometimes first half? You're you're not because you come back so strong in the fourth. A lot of times is that is that does, is that what goes to your yeah. head sometimes the first you know, half? It's not there. It's a great question. I think there's one emotion that I have to try to find, and that's anger. You know, and naturally, I'd say I'm pretty mellow, you know, off the field. But anger is the one emotion that works for me. So when I don't yeah. feel it, and you guys yeah. see me, you know, motherfucking, that yeah. is in trying to get me going. You know, it's right. hard in a lot That's of other sports. That's when you get bad intent. Is that when you get bad intent? Yeah, Are you I fuck mean, the Giants up the way you do. <laughs> the Giants got me pretty good when it mattered. The Jets, on the other hand. Adam, no, I've never man. seen that happen. Yeah, Tommy, you always kind of walk out of the a Jets game very. Everybody's happy. a Jet fan has low self esteem. God damn it! So, Tom, are you angry now after the game with the result, or are you only angry while you're playing? No, angry while I'm playing. If it doesn't go well, you know, look, there's anger for different reasons, born frustration or disappointment. But anger in the moment, like if you see me in sure. a good mood in the game, it's a bad moment. If you see That's me. True. Yeah, and there's no point. You know what I mean? You're, it's like a boxing match. I mean, this is a physical, dominating sport, a UFC fight. You know, you can't look at that opponent like, hey, these are my friends. Or these are my – you want to go, you know, you want to you want to go crazy, you know. And I yeah. think the more you can envision that, the better. Sometimes when I'm not feeling that way, Adam, early for some reason, I'll yeah. try to really get into my teammates. And you can do that in sport, you know. Well, did, one of the rings, did one of the rings go to your mom? Uh, she's got a ring. My dad got the first ring. Yes. Uh, my my mom got the ring in uh, 2016 when we beat the Falcons. She went through cancer treatments the whole season, and uh, she yeah. got a ring after the season. So all pretty emotional. The first one, my dad wears it all the yeah. time. And my dad, nice. you know, someone in this day and age, you better put that thing away because you know you're gonna be in Beverly Hills. Someone's gonna try to rip that thing off. But he wears Yo, that ring around. Out of my mouth, Tom. Be out on bail. Twenty minutes later. Out of my mouth, Adam. You the goat. <laughs> you're goat. You goat. You're goat. We goats, man. I love yeah. it. I love being on this podcast, man. Yeah. To me, this is like a highlight of my career right here. It's it's, it's right cool here. as hell, Tracy. It's I got cool to work hell. with Eddie Murphy when I did Coming to America too, and I yeah. asked Eddie Murphy. I said, "Yo, Eddie, would you say that Charlie Chaplin is the king?" And he said, Eddie Murphy said, no, it was two different comedies. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was, I mean, uh, Richard Pryor was the Marlon Brando of comedy. When yeah, Richard came, true. everybody had to change their shit. He set himself yeah. on fire for us. Yeah. I mean, I look at Richard to this day when I want to really be motivated. I look yeah. at Richard, I go, wow. The hey, way let he me ask you a question. This is a great topic because Tom and I love the Colonel, Jack Nicholson. He listens yes. all the time. We'd love to golf with him. We talk to him on the telephone a lot. I know yeah. Sandman, you're involved. Where, yeah. where, where's the colonel in this whole thing? As when we're talking about the goat. The, Correct. Yeah, the, I don't. I don't know anyone who's not going to say Nicholson. Well, really? the, the man. He, he's, yeah. You see every one of his movies. There's nothing he's done that you go. I mean, he just, he's batting, batting high. He just doesn't, doesn't miss. And as a human being, it doesn't get funnier than the Colonel. And, uh, and golfing with him, isn't that a, an amazing four hours of your life? <laughs> hey, I got a question. So, like, when I'm out there, yeah. um, like, when I played against Peyton Manning, yes. I would always look at Peyton, because we played a lot of the similar style. I was always trying to be, 
you know, that was a guy that I always tried to be a little bit better than. Yeah. I think in your guys' career, then I see other players, let's say like a um, Patrick Mahomes or a, yeah. uh, in, in today's days, Lamar Jackson. I go, fuck, I can't do any of that. Right. And how do they right. do that? It's a, it blows right. me away. Because yeah. I I, however they're playing, I don't see the game the way they see it. How, right. like, what are the skill sets for a comedian that allow them to, when you, when you hear them or see them, you go, wow, that's special. All you three could, of you. Go ahead, Tracy. You can teach anybody to do comedy, but are you funny? Are you funny? Richard Pryor was a funny. There's plenty of people out there that say, you know, they, they do comedy. They're comedians. They're comics. There's a difference between a comic and a comedian. A comic is either you on your way in or you on your way out. But you're a comedian, that means you do stand-up. So you stand up so people on the back can hear you. You're a stand-up guy. But to be, are you funny? Funny is something that's to the bone. It's the way you live. It's the way you feel. It's the way you say things. You funny. He yeah. funny. There's plenty of comedians out there that they ain't funny. They're not funny to me. They'll never make me laugh. They're not funny. Funny is the way you behave. It's the way you live every day. God bless a child. Let me tell you something. Mother may have... Father may have, but God bless the child who got his own. I see shit in a funny way. Yo, you do, yes. So fucking serious. That's why they're not good. I see it in a funny way. We look so funny doing it, making noise. We look so funny. It's so funny. I'm going to take the most minute shit. Martin Lawrence used to give me an exercise. He put an orange on the table and say, find the funny in that shit. Oh, that's cool. Get the orange and find the funny in it. You are you funny? You ain't funny, motherfucker. You just do comedy. Get the fuck out of here. You can teach somebody how to do jokes. You you can't teach nobody to read all the progressions. Yeah. You can't teach nobody. It's as far as like you, when you, see, you you got the shit. You looking at everybody. You see the whole film. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You don't see it, but we see it. You see the whole film. He see the end over here. Yeah, that. But yeah. he's looking deep, or he might just jumping off to the flash. Go ahead, Bill. Jump in there. <laughs> All right. If I see a comic yeah. that's just better than me and doing stuff that I can't do, like um, the worst thing you can do is like go on stage after them and try to do what they just did. You oh, kind of yeah. have to stay like within yourself, like basically what your game is. And all you can do is is um, be inspired by what they're doing to try to get better with whatever gifts you were given. So I always tell like younger comics, like, you know, if there's something like, I found when I was coming up, there was a lot of shit I could do off stage comedically that I couldn't do on stage because I was having like an out of body experience where it's just like everyone's looking at me and you yeah. kind of become almost like a different person. So the game I was playing was, can I be as comfortable on stage as I am off stage talking to my friends? And, <laughs> you know, there was stuff I could like, I could do characters and screw around and do one sided conversations in the car with my wife, making her laugh. But then when I get on stage, I try to do it. And I would start to not get laughs and I would bail and go to my safety place. And yeah. then it wasn't until I started going like almost looking at like sports. Like I, you can't go to your left. What do you do? You start going to your left. So I just started doing stuff like that. But like, that's good. You know, if I watch a guy like, you know, Tracy at what Adam does with the, like the music and stuff, I can't do that shit. But if, if I actually let that get in my head in, in the wrong way, oh, yeah. you got to let it get yeah. in your head. Like, these guys are performing at this level. How do I take what I was given to perform at that level the way that I do it? 
because if I, you know, obviously I could never do what Tracy does. I can't do what Adam does. And if I tried to, I would just look like a poor man's version of them. And then that's, that just leads you to going nowhere. Sandman, how do you make it not look like work? Because when we're all laughing at all of you guys up there, it doesn't appear to us that you're working. It's like when Tom throws that beautiful spiral to Evans or to Gronk or whatever, it looks easy, but it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, by the way, yeah, Tom throwing a ball every time it comes out. I do think that, like, look at that perfect pass. It's unbelievable to watch. How did he tie that with a man right in his face, right? I always said that about you, Tommy, which I'm sure everybody does. You literally don't flinch with a guy coming at your face and inch away. You just follow through and take the hit. It's amazing. But um, as a comedian, uh, man, I'll tell you what what you guys were saying, uh, Tracy and Bill, it, it, it is about getting in your own head. When you when you see, unfortunately, when I would do stand-up back in the day and I'd catch a rising star or something, like like Tom, you're saying, uh, other watching other quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, they, if you went after a comedian, that, that uh, a catch a rising star used to go after guys or, or women. And you, you, if I went after Kevin Meany, who would bring the house <laughs> down, it was literally the biggest crush of all time. It would get in my head so bad that I'd be like, oh, my God, I can't do what he did. I've never crushed this crowd. And I would just be so horrible every time. It was an awful thing. There were certain comedians that would just murder so hard. And then I started going, just just get get past that feeling, man, and just be your own guy, like Bill was saying. Just do what you do and try to just just commit to that. Just commit to doing what you think, what your your strengths are. And didn't necessarily work that I, I would do well, but I at least walk off and go, all right, I feel like I did. I, at least I was true to myself. That that That's all you can try to be. Greer Yo, Barnes you know, is the hardest you know, guy I ever followed. Greer Barnes, man. He just Oh, has, my God. He, he just has a way of connecting. <laughs> he with is a monster. They, like, they love him. It goes beyond his act. He's they're, right. like, they're like sad when he leaves. <laughs> When you go on next, all you are is not him. But we love that other guy. Why is he called Ginger on stage? And, oh, yeah, like, yeah. The, the, I'll go after Artie Fuqua. I'll go after Artie. I'm not going out after Greer. Greer was a monster. He was John Tokyo. Do you guys remember John Mulrooney? John he was Mulroney. a little before my time, but he I was. Oh like yeah, him. he, he used cool. he used to do the same thing too. Where he would crush so hard, and he'd work the crowd, and you'd go on after him. They were just like, "Get the fuck out of here! Let's get Mulroney <laughs> back." <laughs> Let's answer they're that one more talking, time. One more still thing. talking about the last comic when you're on stage. It's like you're not even there. Yeah. yeah you yeah, know yeah. what I've adapted though? What's the first three letters in the word funny? Fun. You just gotta have. At the end of the day, you gotta yeah. have fun. You gotta have fun. You're having yeah. fun. I mean, we go to emotions, whatever. But at the end of the day, it got to be fun for you. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Our program's Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray, along with Tom Brady, terrific guests, Adam Sandler, Bill Burr, and the terrific awesome. Tracy Morgan. Our program yeah. is brought to you by USAA. USAA was started in 1922 by a group of soldiers who made a promise to always take care of their own. And after 100 years, USAA is still serving the military and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. All right. Tracy, fire away. What do you got, bud? Um, Tom, I would just like to ask you, you've thrown many of them, but what was the yeah. greatest touchdown you ever threw? 
Oh man! From high school to little league to college to the pros, yeah. what was the greatest touchdown you ever threw? Mm. I'd say the most memorable one was uh, <laughs> okay, '07 at the Meadowlands Giants, Week yeah. 16. We're you know fighting to be undefeated. I have Randy Moss. We're both at this point where we can break an NFL record. It's, I think, the fourth quarter of the game. I need one touchdown pass. He needs one catch. He gets behind the defense on, like, first down. I throw it. It comes up five yards short. Would have been an easy touchdown. We get to third down. Different play call, but Randy runs behind the defense. And threw it as about as far as I could. And uh, as Brett Favre says, I dropped it in there like a butterfly with sore legs. I literally <laughs> just... <laughs> Right into Randy's hands, and just he ran into the end zone for the 50th touchdown pass I threw, which I, you know, at the time was a record. And then Randy, 23 touchdowns, which is still a record. And, uh, you know, it was a deep pass. It was a meaningful game. It was a fourth quarter. It broke records. It kind of had of all, everything. I'm glad you guys are still friends, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tom, I, I got him. a question for you. When, hey, babe. When you, it's the week before the game, right? And all the press hype is coming up. And there's some corner just running his yap about how he's not afraid of you and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and blah, blah, blah. How do you not take that personal and keep your mind in the game plan rather than being like t accepting the challenge and being like, I'm going to light this guy up, just him alone for 300 yards. How do you sit there and be like, uh, we're supposed to hand it off this play and I want to change the call <laughs> at the line of scrimmage and throw one back shoulder just to shut this punk up like how do you do that <laughs> you know what the best part about that is is when people do that and especially when you get to our level of professionalism it usually just finds them if you're an asshole if you're you know if you're not humble if you you know speak out of turn if you you know the way the game's played it just ultimately ends up on that person somehow it, it's got the ball and the receiver have a way of finding that person you never got sense. outside yourself and took it personal and tried to force one in there just to not shut much him up? not much because you know what eventually Amazing. it just happens it just it, you know it just happens they find themselves in a bad position and you know that's just it you know it's different it's not one-on-one -on -one boxing you know what i mean it's not like you have the ability one-on-one -on -one. i still gotta go against the d-line i got you with linebackers yeah, but when you drop it in there when he gets out of position you can't tell me there isn't an extra as you're going back to the huddle like yeah fuck that guy oh i mean yeah no yesterday i was so excited i threw this touchdown yesterday uh, it was you know one prior longest play of the year and it was in the first quarter we got called back for a holding well after i threw that ball man i was fired up i ran over i was motherfucking everyone this, that. and then i turned around with a yellow flag back there i was like what i saw <laughs> that i saw the look on your face <laughs> Oh, Even with the helmet on, I could see it like oh. 70 fucking yards. Hey Adam, Adam, we're gonna get we're gonna get to you, but I just want to follow up, Tom. After the game, uh, Dre Greenlaw came up to you and asked you to sign the football for an I interception, and you had yeah. done that with Brandon Eccles a year ago, and you said, "I'm not signing any more mistakes." And yet this wow. yet this young man was so excited. He said, "You're the yeah. greatest ever. This is the biggest moment yeah. in essence of my life." And you signed the ball. Uh, tell us about that moment. What it was for. You, what it was like for you, Tommy. Yeah, it was shit for me, to be honest. It was complete <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I try to be a gentleman. No, it was actually he's a yeah. I mean, look, 
It was a great <laughs> play he made. I'm happy he's got the ball. I wish I didn't throw it, but I'm trying to be a good sport because a lot of times I'm not a good sport. I could be a pretty bad sport. And so in the moment when they get me in the right frame of mind, I'm actually a good sport. So yeah, uh, that's I, it. Yeah, try to be a good sport. It's you look good. You look you like know. you meant it. You look nice, yeah. Tommy, when you were signing the ball. There were a lot of cameras on you, too, pal. You kind of – you were forced into <laughs> that one. Thanks, babe. Appreciate it. It's kind of like asking – it's kind of like asking the captain of the Titanic to sign the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. Can I go? You're yep, up. you're up. Uh, so, Tommy, when you were yelling at the ref yesterday, <laughs> yeah. there was a push, and you went really Rich hard time. at the ref. I think it was like you guys don't know the one I'm talking. It was it was a. Uh, I, I remember. I remember second, after after he was quarter. choked, or after the uh, after the lack of pass interference call, after the third roughing the passer, call. after the push. holding call. A, Which one? There was a lot of them, Adam. Push. The guy was pushing before. Uh, uh, it was like going into the end zone, and, he, and somebody was pushing your uh, receiver, and he couldn't. Get, right. You threw the ball over. Yeah. And he, he was steaming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Before going into that, and you went off on the ref. What is the ref's? Uh, what like is he heartbroken that Tommy Boy's yelling at him, or what's he look like? <laughs> you, you know what? They used to be, and now they like coming right back at me. That's what I feel wow. a lot lately. Wow. All of them feel like, hey, I'm gonna go right back at him. I got thrown a flag in the playoff game last year. I played the Rams last game when we lost last season in the yeah. playoffs, and I had a flag thrown. It was the first time it ever happened in my career, 22 years to that point. And I was possibly the last game I was ever going to play. And I yelled at him like like I've done a million times. He right. had the flag halfway out of his pant, and he threw it. And I said, what? I, I, how's that possible? You know, I mean, we're all in there. It's so fucking emotional. It's yeah. so emotional. You're, you're, wow. You know, you get hit in the throat. And, and yeah. you know, you turn around and you look at the ref and you the only thing you think at that moment, is I just got hit in the throat. So you turn and yell at the ref. Well, the ref now, you know, they're why are you so emotional? Because they you know, they didn't get hit in the throat. You did. And they can't understand sometimes. Man, why are you why are you yelling? It's almost if you're a ref, just chill out. You know what I mean? Just let. Oh, have you ever yeah. apologized to a ref like when you cooled off? Like, hey, sorry about that shit I said in the first quarter. I'm yeah, a different so guy I, now in the third. But that, that I guy usually <laughs> I usually start by apologizing in pregame. Yeah. And I say, look, I'm I'm an asshole out there. You know me. I'm gonna say a lot of shit. I, you know, don't take it personal. Oh, and then, God. you know, then in the moment, and, and then right after that, I cool off and I go, look, man, I, I told you I'm I I pref, I you know, I preframe you I'm an asshole. And I'm gonna try that with my wife at the beginning of the day. Look, you know you married me. I'm an asshole. I'm gonna say something to drop off. I do. I like that, Billy. I apologize for the stuff I'm gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Tracy Morgan, Bill Burr, Adam Sandler, thank you so much, guys, for joining wow. us here on Let's Go. We wish wow. you all you happy holidays, happy New Year. It's, it's yeah. really been an honor to have you guys on. Happy Hanukkah and all that stuff. This was a great time. Thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, thank you. love Way you guys, go. Adam. Love, love you, man. Let's know you a long time. Really appreciate yeah. Bill. You're, the you're best. amazing. We got a special thing, me and you. And Tracy, love seeing you, man. You're amazing. And we go back a long time, too. So love all three of you. Thanks for coming on. We love really appreciate love. it. All right, Happy holidays. Have awesome. a good one. We'll see you. Tom, it was great having those guys on. Thanks so much. Yeah, amazing guys. Good to get a laugh. And those are three of the best in the world. So I love being with them. And uh, you know, I've known all of them for a long time. So great to see him and great to have them on our show. Thanks to them and thanks to you, Tom. Have a better week, and we will talk to you next Monday night. Thanks, guys. That's Tom Brady. He's our expert. 
Any athlete's going to tell you it helps to work with an expert. For buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by the number one mortgage lender in America, United Wholesale Mortgage LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038. It's licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Let's go. Presented by Hertz. That was so much fun today. Thanks to our terrific producer, Dave the Snake Hagen, production assistants by Harris Fabishoff, and to our sponsors, Hertz, American Express, USAA, Bank of America, K Jewelers, United Wholesale Mortgage, Brady Brand, and Morton's. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions and Scratchy Productions in collaboration with Shadow Lion. Thanks so much for joining us. We will talk to you again next week right here on Let's Go on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.